What's up, everyone? The Dungeon Boys here with episode 19 of our first campaign, Stardust Echoes. Stardust Echoes is a science fiction high fantasy Dungeons & Dragons 5e homebrew campaign. That was a lot of adjectives. Basically, we are seven friends telling a story D&D style. This campaign is for grown-ups only because we're a rowdy group of folks who say things like... We appreciate you for listening and for all the support that you give the boys. If you want more content, check us out on Patreon, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, and Discord. But with that, let's go ahead and introduce the boys and give them today's prompt. This prompt was asked by our patron, Harv. Thanks, Harv. Love you, Harv. Thank you, Harv. Thanks, Harv. Harv asked, if you could have any actor play your character, who would it be? I will start. Hi, I'm Dylan. I play Temple, the Warforged Monk. And I think uh, having a voice actor like uh, Mike McFarland, who did uh, like Master Roshi or... uh, like Buggy the Clown, like just one of those big like Funimation voice actors uh, for Temple. I think that makes sense. But uh, specifically Master Roshi, I think that that would be that'd be pretty entertaining. <laughs> Hi, my name's Ellie. I play Pants on Stardust Echoes. Um, I was just kind of thinking of a character who could play Pants's voice. More likely, I don't know. Danny DeVito. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> I can still see that. Whenever I think of Pants and his voice, I try to base it off of there's this one particular um, voice actress who does a princess on that show, kids cartoon show, um, She-Ra. Oh, yeah. And she plays Entrapta, and she does a couple other voices for these same kind of characters, but her name's Kristen Woods. And she does this very, like, nasally, really good voice that I thought. That's what I think when I think pants. Dang, yours is a serious answer. I might have to change <laughs> No, Mike McFarland would still do a pretty good job. Mike McFarland. <laughs> Hi, I'm Anthony. I play Grayson in Stardust Echoes. And uh, I think an actor who could play Grayson. Uh, I have two. I have two picks. Either or. Oscar Isaac or Diego Luna. Mm-hmm. Both good ones. Mm. I could see both of those working. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Lindsay. I play Six, the Tabaxi Rogue, for the Dingin Boys, and I think um, somebody that would probably do the best deadpan, uh, sociopathic uh, type portrayal of Six would be probably like Aubrey Plaza. Ooh, fun. And imagine her in like little cat ears. Mm-hmm. Just the backseat. Hey y'all. Um Arland here. I play Valen, the winged tiefling warlock for this uh, Stardust Echoes campaign. Um and it's kind of a a toss-up. I think I guess I imagined I, I would I would love for like Sam Rockwell to play. <laughs> Because I think that would be amazing. Because I'd love to hear Sam Rockwell, but like, and also like with like a sh- a shitty Southern accent. Like, <laughs> I think that would be fantastic. It's literally perfect. Sam Rockwell. That's what I. That's what I imagine. I love Sam Rockwell, and that would be a dream of mine. Of I'm just game. imagining just like, him in Galaxy Quest when he plays Guy the Extra, yeah. but like it's Valen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
What is going on, everyone? It is your boy Grant, and I play your golden dragonborn barbarian, Kathal Tarash. Um, I am sticking, to, uh, it's funny, is that I am sticking to pretty much one game franchise, and the only one that I could think of is Boy. Oh, Kratos. <laughs> yes. All I can think of is Christopher Judge, who plays Kratos. Yes. And recently, with the new God of War Ragnarok game, uh, Ryan Hurst, who plays Thor. Yes. Ooh. Those kind of like two deep voices I can oh. I can like really think of as playing Torash. So. so good. Especially, especially Christopher Judge. So Love it. I think for me, who would play the Dungeon Master... 100% would be Amy Poehler, yeah. but it would be Amy Poehler as Leslie Nope playing the Dungeon Master. <laughs> so Leslie Nope. And now, the Dungeon Boys proudly present episode 19 of Stardust Echoes. Last episode, the ex-crew of the Ripple found themselves on the run from patrol bots on Hunt's Crescent and with a strange dwarf named Shogunov. They found themselves in Shogunov's ship, which was docked on a floating space circus that was making its way towards the planet Moss. Shogunov welcomed the team and said that he had a local contact on the circus that could try to sneak them in since he could not travel with them the entire way. Six and Valen then separated from the team to explore the circus's outer markets. They bought Grayson hair dye and new clothes so that he could stay as disguised as possible. Meanwhile, Panzer Temple convinced Shogunov to allow them to upload Jigalda's personality into a mechanical robot for the time being. Once the team was reunited, they made the decision to finally face their new fate and activate the tracker. This was the key to finding each part of the Harper's Guild canon and stopping the council once and for all. So Pants had just pushed this button, and the tracker activates. The orange-tinted light that seemed to have swallowed your eyesight from the minute you had stepped onto Stroganoff's ship, it suddenly fades as the projection that comes out of the tracker engulfs all of you. Stars distantly project onto the walls, but then also right in front of you, holograms of the planets of the Adial system start to swirl before your very eyes. Beautiful colors and strikingly realistic holograms begin their dance. It's almost as if you feel like you're floating in space itself. The space system slowly starts to rotate around you, the planets starting to make their normal orbits. And in the center of this large projection, the image of the cannon appears. It looks almost interactive as parts of it pulse and turn slowly. As Pan starts to highlight certain parts of the canon, a message appears. This is a bit of older technology, but the message you can all read because it's portrayed in common. It states, Tracker activated. To find pieces of the canon or instructions on assembling the canon, 
please click appropriate piece. Warning. Once clicked, all energy will be diverted into finding that piece until it is connected to the tracker and cannot be undone. So we have to pick carefully. The cannon is made up of eight pieces, as you can see, including the tracker. So as this cannon kind of rotates in front of all of you, you see each piece as Pant's hand hovers over each option. The pieces include the scope, the partial reflector, the power source. But as the power source is hovered over, it seems like the file is corrupted. You can't really see a visual or any information on it. And you remember this was the piece that the tabaxi assassin had stolen from the Harper's Guild. The key, the top hatch compartment, the bottom hatch compartment, and the bulkhead connector. So Pants, you can hover over each and read a small snippet about them. But when you actually do click on one and finalize that choice, that is what the tracker is going to put all its energy in to find. But clicking on it locks it in. Exactly. Does it show the, like, where all the parts are, like, all spread out, like, all, or it's just like we would have to select one and it could be on the other side of the galaxy for all we know? Correct. Gotcha. So you, it, it doesn't have enough power to track multiple pieces at the same time. No, I mean, like, no, I mean, like, before, like, I, I guess, I don't know, what am I trying to say here? Kind of like, would it, if, now that, like, the whole map pops up, does it know where all of them are, and then we can select one? It doesn't tell you the location of them? We have no indication of where they are. It would have to find it, which is why you'd have to pick for it to focus on one. Gotcha, okay, makes sense. Is there a way to uh, boost the power, maybe with uh, four Odin crystals that I have in my bag? No. <laughs> what the fuck are we going to do with those? Good try. Really good try. <laughs> I'm sure they'll come in handy. Okay, so Justine, can you, the list one more time? I've got a scope, the reflector. How how big is this thing? When put together, the cannon? Yeah. It's probably about five feet tall. Hmm. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out, because like, how big these pieces are going to be that we're going to be finding for it to put together... As you hover over them, it gives you information. So you can ask me and I'll tell you. Okay. Probably just in the order listed here, right? So, yeah, can we learn about the scope? You hover over the scope. The scope guides the cannon to the wormhole's exact location. Oh. Since the wormhole can constantly change area, the scope is what tracks the wormhole. <clears throat> and it's it's a smaller piece. It's about the size of your forearm. Real quick, could any of these pieces be used individually? So the scope connected to the tracker would probably, um, yeah, it would give you a vague idea of where the wormhole's coming in, but not the exact location. Oh, cool. Okay. The partial reflector makes it so that the energy source is focused just upon where the scope is landing. So it basically directs the energy. That's a small piece. It's probably about the size of a baseball bat. The power source was stolen by an tabaxi assa- assassin, has not been heard of since. You don't know what it looks like or how big it is. The key, it says without the key, the entire canyon will be non-operational. It's basically what gives the Harper's Guild permission to turn it on. It's tiny. It's the size of an actual key. The top hatch component and the bottom hatch component come together. They're both about five feet tall by three feet wide. The bulkhead connector is the size of like a large bowl. And those are basically like the bulk pieces that create the cannon. This isn't a very big cannon. Yeah, like the chassis. Like the, 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 the chassis. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Cool. So those would be the hardest to conceal, basically. Mm. It's like all the other pieces are like the motherboard, the hard drive, the 
the graphics card, the audio card, and then the the last three pieces are like the t- the tower. Correct. <laughs> that you put Ex- it all in. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Boy, I wonder which is the most important for us to find first. Because if the scope can give us a rough idea of where the wormhole is, that could be helpful for people of Moss. That could be help. That's just helpful information. Yeah, I think that might be the best, uh, the best sort, the best uh, starting point. However, securing the key secures the cannon itself. It's hard to say which to start with. I think the thing we should first find is another ship to carry all of this. Yeah, we need to find something big enough to well, house us and this the this tracker. Might I make a suggestion? And this could be completely off base, but what we know about the Harper's Guild is that they are responsible for having the Dragon Riders who reside on Moss. If the key is held by the Harper's Guild as the component to activate the the piece, there's a good chance it might be on Moss with the Dragon Riders or somebody associated with the Dragon Riders, maybe an heirloom passed down through generations at this point. So we're already going to Moss, it might behoove us to just track the key. And if, if we do that, and if it's completely in a different part of the star system, then that's, you know, it's it's my best guess on where to start from where we're already going. That being said, I'm happy to just go down the list one by one, or find whatever piece, or start tracking whatever piece the group agrees on. That's just my two cents. And then you hear the faucet turn on and I start as I start washing. <laughs> that seems like a fair assumption. Hmm. Pants, what do you think? Well, well, we're already going to Moss, right? So might as well set it to the key. That's our next stop, right? Again, there's always the chance I'm wrong. But with nothing left to go on, we'd be back at square one. So, mm-hmm. and then you said so. Once we once we activate it, it we, there's no going back. We can't like cut the signal out and select something new, right? That seems to be the case. Is um would the tabaxi that stole the power source still be alive or are they probably long dead? Yeah, this was like two thousand years ago. Yeah, yeah. Good question though. I mean, we could always go like just straight down the list. Um, that might be the best bet. I don't know. Um, I think it would be interesting if we clicked key, thinking that it was with the people of Moss. And it wasn't. I think that would that would perhaps be a good place to start in speaking with them about this whole project. So whether it's there or not, I, I'm, I turned to Temple. I'm like, push the key. Pants. I turned to Pants. Pants. Push the key. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he pushes the key. Don't push the key, Pants. Too late. <laughs> the whole thing lights up, and you feel almost a thumb of power around you magic and technology mixing together and a planet pops up that starts to turn and it's the planet of Stardust. God damn it. And I think at that you might all glance towards your your friendly babe cat Tabaxi because she is from Stardust. That's where the key's at? Seems to be. Um, I turned to, I turned to, to six and I'm like, well, when's the last time you were home? It's been a really long time. But I bet we'd be able to find a ship there. Yeah, probably. And maybe a key, too. Well, I think we're going to find a ship on Moss first, considering that's where we're headed. Okay. That's okay. I have a suggestion. 
I don't know how y'all feel about this, but there were plenty of ships on uh, the circus <laughs> that we can commandeer for the time being to get us where we need to go. I'm I if y'all are okay with that. That sounds fun. I'm fine with that. I'm not, but that's the situation we're in. You want to boost a ship? Yeah. I mean, they're all having fun. Like, maybe we can, you know, maybe not this round of ships because they, they're already here, but let's go maybe check out the circus, see what's going on since we still have time to go to Moss. And then when we get closer to Moss, we can take a commandeer ship, get us down to Moss to regroup, and then head to your planet, Six. Hmm. Oh, because we, we, we have to go to, uh, we have to go to Moss anyway because we still have, um, uh, a delivery to make. Well, Grayson, what do you think the likelihood of us being able to get a ship without stealing it will be on Moss? Uh, pretty good. I mean, my family is rather wi- rich, and we do also have our own personal ships. So, um, yeah, about that. Uh, do you have any? Do you know if you have any ships that are, uh, I guess, uh, not trackable in that sense of things? I think between six of us, we can make a ship untrackable. Here's the thing. You break enough stuff in a ship, it becomes untrackable <laughs> by its nature, you know? Grayson, you would also know that Jericho has ships like that. Okay. Um, my brother would have ships like that. I don't know if that's someone we want to ask for any kind of help, though. The circus is on its way to the to Moss, right? Like, that's... That's his destination. Correct. Yeah. Does it land on Moss or does it just orbit Moss? It orbits Moss. But there's like shuttles that go back and forth and such. I think our goal is to not get thrown off out of the circus before the circus reaches Moss. <laughs> That's a noble goal. <laughs> and by thrown off, I mean arrested, killed. So as as much fun as it sounds to boost a, a ship, <laughs> maybe we just play nice until we get to Moss. Yeah. Maybe we just enjoy the circus. I like that idea. I like the circus. I think at this point, Grayson comes out of the bathroom, his hair freshly dyed, still kind of just wet from, you know, rinsing it out of his hair and wearing a black t-shirt that says, I went to the circus and all I got was this t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and just a pair of like, what is what are essentially like black jeans and his boots. You can see his full sleeve tattoo of like the demon tattoo now and he's just like uh-huh. <laughs> Where are you? And oh, I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, emo Grayson walks out. Yeah, basically. I'm like, oh well Grayson, that's a good look for you. Are my eyes malfunctioning? I wish, Jagalda. Oh. This is casual Grayson. Pants looks up from the schematic and is obviously startled. <laughs> Turn to six, and I'm like, well, uh, now's as good as time as any. If you want to, I'm, I'm, and I whisper, I'm like, if you want to hit him. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> His guard's down. Jump. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Okay, she'll attempt. <laughs> to punch him what? in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What do I roll? Uh, armor, unarmed, unarmed attack, or unarmed strike. Oh my gosh. Just an eye. Just give him like a nice, give him a nice black eye. <laughs> Just trying to, I, I assume just trying to break his, break his nose a little bit, you know, just a little bit. Oh my gosh. Just give him a little something. Well, if you something. hit him in the nose, it gives him two, so. Natural 20. Oh no. Natural. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit. Oh, God damn it. It was a natural 20. 
Yeah, the fucking. Oh my god! Just out of nowhere. That's amazing. <laughs> so six just strikes out. Bam! And you hear on Grayson's face. What? Why did you hit Grayson? Oh shit! <laughs> Motherfucker! Why did you do that? It just adds to his. Just adds to his disguise. Grayson, are you okay? No. <laughs> god. Damn it. We just, we wanted your disguise to be more believable. <laughs> By giving me a bloody lip? What the fuck? I approve. Yeah. Well, now nobody will recognize you. I hope him standing with a dragonborn, a winged tiefling, a giant, uh, a, a big cat, a, a, a robo man, and <laughs> a small dragon boy doesn't also look <laughs> 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 or you know the other fucking bright bright fucking golden dragonborn that also yeah. has his face plastered everywhere <laughs> yeah that one also at this point you've officially hit the 10 hours so commander Gollywood would know that you are not coming to the Adile main station dun, dun, dun. okay that's what I figured so as Grayson scream what the fuck and a pop was heard you hear oh oh my gosh is everyone okay and Tarawin runs in and she's completely covered in grenades. What? Like, slings of grenades all over her. Bandoliers of... <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, are, you, are you okay? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Terran, Terran, what, what are you doing? Oh, well, we are going in disguises, aren't we? Oh, my Demolitionist God. Demolitionist Terran? You're gonna kill all of us. She can have my grenades. No. No, we all really don't have to, and I genuinely don't want you wearing those bandoliers. Do you realize what you're wearing? What you have around you? Stroganoff said that they would look nice on me. I mean... I think they do less. I, I mean, they do. <laughs> Taryn, we're trying to we're trying to disguise ourselves as normal people, not fucking terrorists. What are you doing? I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk over and try to take it off. It... They look like ornaments. No, they... They're, they're a little bit more... <laughs> they're a little bit more than ornaments, Terwin. They're... You look like a savage lunatic. No offense, but I'm just gonna... I'll just gently walk up to her and just, like, gently take them off of her. You and Valen are trying to take them off at the same time. I... Oh, I'm gonna... I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let, um... Let, let Torash... If he's gonna walk over and do it, then I'll let him do it. And then I'll just, like, grab him as he takes them off. I know what grenades are. Okay. I just think they look okay. nice. They do look nice, Tarawin. Okay, Valen's gonna grab it. <laughs> Why don't we pick you out a different disguise instead? I understand you grew up by yourself on a planet with nobody else, but in society, it's really unacceptable to go walking around public places covered in explosives. In fact, most of the time people do <laughs> that. Uh, they get killed or arrested and go to jail for the rest of their lives because how much of a not cool thing that is to do. Okay. And she takes helps Torash take them off. Hey, uh, Stroganoff. Yeah. Uh, do you mind if I take a couple of these grenades, though? Yeah, no problem. All right, I take two. You, you got anything else, Stroganoff? And, and why do you have all of these grenades? I'm just wondering. Pants, you're going to tell me that you don't have any kind of explosives <laughs> on you? That's besides the point. Do you have <laughs> any more? Do you have anything else? Sure. And he starts, like, whipping out, like, flares and, like, smoke bombs and, like, all these cool knickknacks. Ooh, smoke bombs? I want some smoke bombs. Can I have some smoke bombs? I mean, look, you're running me a bit dry here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can do a trade or something. 
Um, I um, I I reach my bag and I hand him an Odin crystal. You can have as many smoke bombs as you want. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's an easy man to persuade. Yeah, that's worth a shit ton more than a couple smoke bombs. Yeah, well, well for him, but the smoke bombs will be more useful to me. So you can add three smoke bombs. Did we only have the four Odin crystals? Because the others that were in the sh- in the ship, she left them there, right? Yeah. yeah. So okay. So we have. Well, now we're down to three Odin crystals, but I think we're okay. Yeah, so you have three smoke bombs. Um, what those will do is when you try to do a stealth roll and use one, you get a plus 10 to your stealth. Hell yeah. Ooh, Ninja Vanish. Ooh, Let's go. Stroganoff, before we leave for the circus, um, I was curious how you were feeling about Jigalda existing within the, the cat construct that you and your daughter built. I think it's pretty neat to see it come to life. I realize that might be hard for you to see, but... I'm I'm glad that that's not the case. I appreciate you're very uh, empathetic. I respect it about you because sometimes I've met some of your kind and I get quite the opposite. No offense. Yeah, I hear that my cousins aren't the uh, friendliest sort. Yeah, I used to work with a couple of the V units. Mm. They're uh, they're an interesting bunch. I've never heard a creature swear so much. <laughs> oh, really? I learned <laughs> a few new words myself. <laughs> You worked with other Warforges? There's other Warforges around here? They're very rare. I've only met a few. But a few? Where are they at? On the outskirts of the minefields. Interesting. Which would be like, there's like an asteroid field. Have we established that, I don't think temples met any others. No. They're extremely rare. Oh, I wouldn't have expected my kind to be potty mouths, though I, I swear myself, so. Who's to say? <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> Sometimes it's better out than in. Well, what? Well. Anywho. It looks like you're going to Stratus. And he points, the tracker's still active. Oh, this yeah. planet's like floating. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I assume so. All right. Which, um, I'm going to turn to Pants and be like, Pants, um, is there any way we can um, maybe attach, you can attach this to Fidget so he can keep it for safekeeping, the tracker? Yeah, totally. And he just like, hey, uh, Stroganoff, can I ask for one more favor? Sure, little pants, anything. Do you got just like a nice strong magnet? Mm-hmm. Let me see. And he goes down below again and you hear like, ding, 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 and comes out. And then there's like a perfect circular magnet, like magnet, maggot. There's a perfectly circular Ooh, magnet yummy. about the size of your palm. Perfect. Great. Thanks. Can I have it? <laughs> Ah, uh, sure. Great. He puts it and he sticks it to the tracker and he sticks it onto Fidget's back. Magnetized. Hmm. You're welcome. It looks beautiful. And Fidget now has the tracker upon his stomach. It blends in pretty well. Uh, someone would need to know what they're looking for to notice the difference, I think. Cool. Stroganoff, where will you be going next? Oh, I'm heading, I uh, got a couple of jobs uh, t- towards Tenebris. I feel bad because I think Jigalda is, you know, we're taking your cat away from you, and I understand how hard that can be. Oh, no, you're taking that shit mind out of the cat when you leave. Oh, okay, that's the, okay. I didn't want to make any assumptions, but I suppose I did, huh? Um, what should we do then, Jigalda? What do you want to do? If I may, have a moment. And she hops up. She's getting her cat reflexes pretty well. To, there's like a very small blank space, and she says, Stroke enough. And images start getting projected out of her ears 
onto the wall. Oh, cool. And you see younger Stroganoff with his daughter Aww. and his wife. And she says, I found these in the deep recessions of this animatron. We can project them if you'd like and put them on a disc for you. And he is like in shock, like tears running down his face. And he just nods. And Jigalda's like, you hear like a, and like a disc burns out of her chest. And he kind of looks at it and looks all of you and says, I never thought I'd get memories like this back. You can keep the cat. Temple gives Stroganoff a hug. Oh, he hugs around your waist. Yeah, bring it, bring it in, everyone. We all agree. I think we all, we all kind of give Should him we give him another Odin crystal? <laughs> <laughs> he may need it for his projects. Let's give him one more. Just for his time. Okay, I, I take it out and I, I was like, here's, here's just for your time and trouble. And we appreciate everything you've done for us. Oh, I, I couldn't. It's, it's all right. Don't worry about it. And he pushes it back to you. You're probably going to need that where you're going. You don't have a ship anymore. Hmm. Well, you're not not wrong. Well, you're not wrong, so... Well, I should uh, give you my contact. And he's like kind of, you know, wiping his face. Information. Uh, and then he shows you a picture. Like, on, he pulls up, like, a tablet. She, you see a picture of a tiefling. She's wearing, like, kind of, um, like, circus type clothes. They're bright colors. She has, like, a lot of belts and zills all over her hips. She has, like, very, very, very pale blue skin and black hair. Her horns kind of curl, and they have tons of, like, bangles and pieces of gold that match tons of stuff all over her wrists. Uh, she's got tattoos, earrings. And, yeah, she looks like a performer, someone who's definitely been created for this life type of a thing. Uh, and he says, this is what she looks like. Uh, she goes by many different names all the time, but, well, her performance name is just The Teller, so... Thank you again, Stroganoff. Thanks. I'll still be here for about an hour if you need anything before that time, but if not, I, I wish you the best and my ship's always open. One more for the road. I give him another quick hug. We'll miss you. His beard gets caught in your wire and he's like, oh, oh. Oh, that's embarrassing. Oh. <laughs> and then he pulls away. Six summons all the cats to her again to tell them all goodbye one by one. Meow. They all meow back and, and, and lick her fur and rub up against her. You know, some of the greatest meditation masters I've ever known were cats. And then um, that little black one with like the little astronaut helmet on its head finally works up the courage and pounces on in front of Jones. And you just hear, woo, 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 and she runs out of the ship. <laughs> Inferta, get over here. <laughs> hey, Stroganoff, is there, is there any way that we can get back into communication with you? I mean, you can send me a line from wherever you're in space. Here's my ship ID number. And he hands you a number. It says, but if you're ever on Tenebris, look me up. I'll be there for the next few months. Great. Hey, if you ever find yourself back on Sorks, just uh, hit up Slagus, will ya? Sure. Sounds good. And he kind of gives you a wink. All right. Well, bye. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. All right, um, all right, get the fuck out of here. Valens going to be like, all right, so Charles, it's time to go. And he'll like run up and jump on my shoulder and we'll go. Okay. Tarawin's head kind of hangs low. She's really sad she doesn't have grenades. And <laughs> she's just like, thank you for everything. And then she also leaves. There's some muffins baking for you. And then just slowly exits. Oh, fuck the muffins. Tarish will stand up. Um close the uh, Harper's Guild book and 
kind of put it away on on himself and <clears throat> go to stroganoff and i we genuinely appreciate your your safe housing um if there's anything else we can do further down the road you know where to find us and i'll stick my hand out for that fucking the bro forearm handshake Ooh, bro forearm he does it back to you and says i appreciate it and just uh thanks for having to crouch a bit i know it's a little uncomfortable and small in here I'm I'm used to it, so that's not a problem. Thank you for your time, and I'll walk out the ship. Grayson just nods to him and follows after Torash. Valen, Grayson, Temple, Pants, Six, Torash, Tarwin, and Jagalda the Cat. Meow. Yay. Along with our amazing friends, Inferna Jones, Fidget, Azuron, and Sir Charles, all stare upon... The circus gates hearing the music, kind of a little overwhelming. There's laughter, there's screams of excitement, there's roars, there's the twitter of fairy wings, all just completely tangling in this wave of noise hits them as they stare at the gates and to the right, the tent that says, the teller. What do you do? Can I just say that I love that we have another animal? I know. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be in charge of Jigalda? <laughs> we each have one. We have a small petting zoo. <laughs> yeah. this so, yeah, really so do. you have this, you have our, 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 our crew, which is obviously people who normally wouldn't hang out together, who are also accompanied by these animals that are just with them. Now you have a mechanical cat that follows you around. It's definitely a sight to see, and it's, um, it, it, I'm so exciting. We're blending in. We're blending. We're blending. <laughs> It'll either have to be me or Temple. Temple can keep her. Yeah. yeah. The bots got a got a bond. I, I think I think Temple bonded with cats in general. Like, yeah, he did really like the cats. <laughs> well, uh, here we are. I guess we should go uh, see the teller, right? I suppose so. I'm interested to hear what they have to say. I'd like to see if she can what she would say about my fortune. Hopefully, she'll say that I win the Vault of Nautical this year. Mm, that would be good news. I wonder if she gives machines their fortune. Temple and I could get a reading. Possibly. We'll have to see. Well, no time like the present, I suppose. And Grayson starts walking towards the teller booth. Terwin jumps. Oh, I'm I'm still not used to Grayson's new hair. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Grayson. You you look nice and all. I just I kind of miss the silver. Yeah, well, maybe one day it'll come back. How's your nose, by the way? Um in pain? Um, I'll say this much, your face looks, um, different now. <laughs> it <Yikes>. doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't, but thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're har- hardly recognizable now, Grayson. Oh my god, it's Grayson, my bad. Oh shit. Alright. <laughs> I'm gonna abandon all of you here on the circus. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your new life as carnies. Grayson's like, I only had to protect you on Terrant 19. <laughs> yeah, true. Valid point. Heck yeah, technically my job's done. <laughs> Grayson flips all you off and moonwalks back into the crowd. You never see him again. Moonwalks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> into the sunset. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we go into the fortune teller and see her. Okay, you walk towards the tent. Uh, it's probably, couple, you know, 100 feet away. And as you walk forward, you hear, brochures, brochures. Oh! Would you guys like to buy a bro? Oh, hi, Lucy. Oh, hey, Swampy. We Lucy. We're already covered. Got those brochures. Who was the surprise for? Oh, they're not here yet. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it down, Pants. Looks at you, looks at Pants, 
Looks at you. You guys do a lot, a lot, a lot of surprises. Mm hmm. Yeah, we're full of them. Well, uh, I count uh, seven of you. Would you like uh, more, more, more brochures? Uh, sure, I'll take one. Nah, I think we have. Nah, I think we're good. We've got two. Two credits. Excuse me, how much? Two credits. They're not. Fr they're not. They're not free. They cost money. They're not free. Well, these these are specially handmade. We've got two. It's plenty. My, are do you okay? Hold well, on. Well, hold well, on. Well, if you, sir, Swampy. That's me. Do you work for the circus or are you just out here like selling bootleg brochures? Oh, I, I gotta. Oh, uh, there's more people up. Uh, people call it. I gotta go. Uh, nice to meet your friends, Lizzie. And he runs away. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the, he's the person on Hollywood Boulevard selling stars maps. That's all it took to get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> you guys bought two? Chief of security. You didn't even, you didn't even question why he was charging. Have you never been places before? <laughs> hey, we needed a map. Yeah, we got a map now. We got two maps in case we get separated. Also, I should tell you what's on that uh, if you want to write some notes. Yes. So here's all the places that you could go in the circus. The Big Top. The Fortune Teller. There's various kitty games. Like, ooh, you know, those kinds <laughs> of like booth type of things. Oh, yeah. The Astronaut Dump. Hmm. The Astronaut what? Astronauts dump. Dump. D-U-M-P. That sounds... Is that a toilet? Interesting. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they take dumps in their suits. Laser tag with clowns. So let's let's steer clear of laser tag with clowns. The shake performances. Virtual reality gaming center. And a bar. Ooh. Shots, 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 shots. <laughs> Everybody! How close is the bar to the tent that we're at, we're going to? Well, you have to get inside the circus race. You're technically on the outside. You have to go through the fortune teller because Stroganoff said she's as long as you give her certain information, she's going to let you guys through without paying the 150 credits to get in. Are there more places to like shop for stuff in the circus too, or is it just outside the circus? There's it's in both. OK, great. All right. So um, let's uh, meet up with the teller. It's a good idea. OK, so you approach this maroon, white, purple tent. And there's a line of about four people in front of you waiting to also go. Getting in line. Yeah. 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 What are these people in front of us like? Uh, there's three humans, a mother and two daughters, and then there's a red dragonborn. Do they want to get the fuck out of the way? <laughs> <laughs> mommy, 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 look at that guy's gun. She pointed at, pointed at Valen. The mom's like, honey, it's not point to point and looks really nervous and like kind of moves a little forward. Look, they all have guns, mom. I don't have a gun. Pants doesn't have a gun. I don't either. Well, I have a crossbow, I guess. I'm sorry. She's just a little excited and I'm servant. <laughs> um, oh, that's, a, that's totally okay. I think uh, Pants, like, pushes Fidget over and is like, do your thing, Fidget, do your thing. And he starts to, like, just do, like, cute little tricks and stuff. Aww. Fidget, te teach the child how to say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And the little kids are like, yay, birdie. <laughs> and the mom's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you actually worked for the circus. Yeah, we do. Do you mind? Can we can we um, maybe get past you? We really got to get into the fortune tellers thing. Oh, uh, I thought there was an employee entrance. Um, Roll deception. Deception. Damn, pants is smooth. Yeah, goddamn. That was really smooth. Well, that's happening. So Charles is going to turn into the little kid. 
He's going to turn into a little kid. Yeah, the little kid. He's going to morph into the little kid that was pointing out and just kind of mock him and just kind of dance on my shoulder. Like a little <laughs> puppet. Like it's terrifying. <laughs> and, then, and, then mor- and then morph back into a chinchilla and then keep morphing into different things to kind of keep Aww. the kids entertained. Oh, fuck. Seven. The kids are just like, yeah! Um, and then, yeah, you're trying to convince her pants. You rolled a seven in deception. And she's like, well, um, and looks at the dragonborn and the dragonborn turns around and you see a badge that says circus employee and he's like oh shit. nice try god and then he turns back around what's he doing there <laughs> i think he's letting people in and out oh he's like the but the he guard. just looked like he looked like he was in line but yeah that's all right pants we can wait i um i totally got it these lines can get really long <laughs> the mom says well now i'm all embarrassed <laughs> 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 purple, 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 red plus blue is purple. <laughs> Can I pet your dog? She looks at six. Is she with us? Yeah, yeah. You don't have a ship. Oh yeah. We don't have a ship, so they're with us. They're all with us. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, won't people be like, "Where'd you get that hellhound?" Oh well. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pet her. Does she bite people? No. Worse. She judges you. <laughs> she will eat The mom was really soul. friendly, and then she's now just like, okay, and like pulls the kids aside. She might she might burn your hands a little bit. Oh, thank you. Remember, we don't touch pets without asking. And then uh, at that point, the dragonborn goes, all right. And the mom and the two kids walk in, and you guys are next up in line. Do you like working here? I get to travel t- to different planets for free, so sure. Do they pay you good? Eh. Good benefits? What are you, like, my lawyer? <laughs> I'm just... i looking, you know, I'm just I'm just curious. You got a black streak down your face there, friend. Yeah. It's a birthmark. Mm. <laughs> and then you hear, No! Of a child yelling from the inside the tent. No! Do you have any kids? What? Do you have any kids? Hatchlings, I suppose? No. Okay. No. I think that this guy is kind of trying to stand up taller because Torash is right next to him. But he's. This, Torash is way bigger than this red dragon <laughs> Got a You got a significant other? Sure. Oh, yeah? What's their name? <laughs> he like, looks at all of you and he's like, this guy always asks so many questions? Yes. Yeah, he's kind of like that. Yes. Yes, he does. Oh, shit. You're, you're empty one. You're the Peace Forge. Oh. Yes, I am. Hi. Oh, pleasure to meet you. You can call me Temple. Shakes in. Can I can I get an autograph? Uh, yes. Oh shit! You're the empty one. Nobody told me we were traveling with the empty one. <laughs> the fuck, guys? Yeah, that's me. He like pulls out a piece of scroll for you to sign. Uh, does anyone have a pen? Yeah. I'm just wondering, is this the best idea for you to be signing something right now? <laughs> fidget, fidget, poops a pen out for you. <laughs> <laughs> Says that too. Is this the best idea? Fidget just shits a pen out. <laughs> oh, thank you, Fidget. Make sure to put it back, it Temple. And... I only got one of those. You want to make sure that's not a contract? <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, he looks at Torash and then kind of turns it in hand. I think it's just a piece of paper, and he just writes uh, "temple" in like a perfect like serif font, like printing out. <laughs> and then like <laughs> the, the printer noises. Insert printer noises. <laughs> Times New Roman. You should write a little thing on there for him, like a little like a prayer or meditation thing. Oh yeah, I bet, yeah. He writes like a, a koan on there that just is incomprehensible, like. You know, uh, meeting you was like the sound of one hand clapping, and then hands it back. <laughs> oh, fuck. He's like, ah, shit, this is awesome. Thanks. And he puts it back, and he's all, oh, probably just a couple more minutes. No problem at all. Tarawin goes up to six and is like, I also think we shouldn't be writing things. Fanton always used to use handwriting against people. But Temple's a robot. Did I did I hear that? She says it just to six. Oh. Oh, okay. Luckily, Temple's handwriting looks exactly like. A printer printed it. However, I don't think that we Yours should be... Yours doesn't look like that? Hmm? Yours doesn't look like that? Does Tarawin's? <laughs> mm, my handwriting looks like handwriting, Tarawin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what does yours look like? I don't know. I haven't written something in many years. Do you know how to write? I think so. Do you know how to read? I think so. Okay. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well... Aside from that, we bridges probably should not be leaving a trail of where we've been. I agree. High five, six. Oh, uh, okay. High five, high five, ta- five Tarwin. Ooh, your claws are kind of sharp. Yeah. Okay. This is gonna be really hard with like all these famous people that we have in yeah. our fucking group. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all picked your backstories. If I was gonna turn to Tori, I should be like, um, Torash, um, I. Th- uh, I think maybe we should get you and Temple to disguise as well. Mustaches. Seeing as you both are pretty noticeable, you know? It's the least we could do, given Grayson's broken nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is a valid point. I, I'm just not sure how um, you would cover up. All of you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, these mustaches really do the trick. No one's recognized me yet. <laughs> Pants <laughs> take a point of inspiration. Uh, that's funny as shit. Torash and Temple, we could always find someone to try to polymorph you temporarily. That's true. That's a valid point. Ah, uh, actually, this might be the right place for that. I uh, might be able to find someone that at that this circus that can help us out with that as well. Yeah, there's a possibility. All right, next. Thank you. For the time being, maybe no more autographs. Okay, cool guys. Okay. All right. I, I wave at the dragonborn as I walk by. Thank you. Yeah, I, I nodded him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Only three at a time. What are you thinking? We're all together. But we're all, we're all together. Uh, he leans in and like you hear muttering and he goes, all right, you can make an exception, I guess. Thank you. Thank you again. You walk into this tent uh, and instantly the temperature drops about 15 degrees. You, your eyes squint as you adjust. Everything's lit by these glowing crystal balls and also candles flicker everywhere. And you see a beautiful pale blue skinned tiefling sitting at a large table. Cool. She's decked out in gold chains, jade bracelets. Her horns have tons of knickknacks all over. She wears beautiful like circusy, but also like alluring clothing. And she says, welcome. Uh, howdy. This is your whole party now? Yeah, um, we were actually uh, sent here um, by Mr. Stroganoff. Ah, 
this is the group. Interesting. But please, uh, have a seat. Are there enough seats in here? Uh, yeah. You can tell that some things were maybe turned upside down and, like, put there, but th- there's enough room. I just love this, the, like, beautiful tiefling, you know, welcomes in and our- <laughs> Valen's like... With little heart emojis just <laughs> blooping above his head. It's the little, it's the little, the little, the little cheeks, the the, the cheek hearts. Anime cheeks. Anime cheeks. My name is Nick Nicholas Furlong. Yeah, Tarsh will sit down. This is quite unexpected. Tell me a bit about yourselves. What do you want to know? Why is it you want to even come to this circus? Um, we're just trying to get to Moss, and this was the most expeditious way. Of course, of course, but you could have simply stayed outside the gates. What made you particularly want to enter? Um, a little bit of curiosity. Yeah. Her eyes kind of dart to six. What do I feel like this was your idea? What? What did you say? Is it that bad? Because I'll ease up the accent. Oh, I understood it. Why do I feel like this was your idea? Oh, are you are you suggesting that I told everybody to come to the circus? Cause you're right, I did. I like the circus a lot. I'm asking why. What makes your heart desire to come here? Hmm. Well, I've never been to the circus before, and I wanted to experience it. Hmm. So you love the circus, but you've never been. I love the idea of the circus. Hmm. Well, the circus loves the idea of you. Look at you, you seem so dexterous. You could be an acrobat. Um, I'm not opposed to it. Ooh. Oh, Kobold, I did not know you'd be so small. Can you see over the table? Not really, but it's fine. And then she waves a hand and magically pants your seat starts to levitate. Whoa. <laughs> uh-uh. Cool. How do you do that? Oh, it's the magic. I'm sure that you know people with magic. Yeah, I guess so. Some... People. I'm magic. What is your names? My name's Pants. Oh, you're magic, Grayson? Uh, God. When have you done magic? Damn it. Pa- Pants. Pants. <laughs> Pants. You're not supposed to tell her your real name. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Floppy Bottom? <laughs> oh, right. That's okay. Pants, I will call you whatever you want. Just tell me. I already am sneaky, doing it's not like I need to... Uh, Tell you about pe- people about you. Okay, okay, just forget that I said that. You don't know my real name. Uh, I'm Mr. Floppy Bottom. He has pants. He gets confused sometimes. Mr. Floppy Bottom. I have pants, but my real name is Floppy Bottom. It's a pleasure, Floppy Bottom. Mr. <laughs> is, is pants actually wearing pants? No. Pants are wearing pants. Yeah. Okay. We went no. over this like episode one that we don't want a little uh, dick hanging out. All oh day. right, I am wearing <laughs> yeah. Not Pooh Baron. I wasn't sure if it was a Pooh Bear situation. He <laughs> was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not wearing pants." Well, wh- whether he's wearing them or not right now, he possesses them. I do. They're somewhere. Some days are different than others. <laughs> They're on and off. Depends it just on, depends, depends on, on how he's feeling. Yeah. Sometimes I like to not have my clothes on too. I completely understand. Oh yeah, yeah, she gets it. Yeah, me too. Wow. Mm. What is your name, Tabaxi? Uh, Barbara, but you can call me Barb. No problem. Never Barbie. Hmm, never Barbie. <laughs> and you, a uh, swollen face, broken nose? Valwin. <laughs> Valwin? Correct. 
and then this must be empty one. That is my name. I'm Temple. It's a pleasure. I overheard the Dragonborn. Speaking of Dragonborn, who are you? You look slightly familiar. You can call me the one from the billboard. <laughs> she kind of like looks around and is like, maybe I did not get this saying. Where is it from? <laughs> My English is bad. <laughs> you can call me the one from the billboard. <laughs> I think I think Tara went to something goes, he is um going on the big race and he's very important. Ooh, is Tarwin getting a little jelly? I guess so, from what it seems like. (laughs) Uh, This is, uh, makes sense. We have uh, the billboard. Well, uh, billboard boys, nice to meet you. And you? And she looks at Tarwin, and Tarwin says, Tarwin. Hmm. And then this tiefling. And she sultrily looks at you, Valen. Why so? <laughs> she says, "Have my little demon babies." <laughs> <laughs> Would they have wings or not? Just have to find out. Oh shit! Whoa! Show her your wings, Valen. Show her your wings. <laughs> Calm down, Ellie. <laughs> they just met, Ellie. You can't just pull your wings out in the middle of a tent. That's just that's bad form. Valen's gonna look at her in the eyes, like just dead eyes, and be like, uh, "The name's Otis." <laughs> Interesting. And you, Sil? And gestures behind you. Oh. Tariff. My name is Tariff. God damn it. No. And you all look behind you, and Tariff is standing there. But why? Son of a bitch. Pants turns back around and goes, we don't know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts his hand on Grayson's shoulder. Apologies on my tardiness, Kato. What can I do for you? A small gnome named Swampy seemed to think that I was some kind of missing surprise. How could I let my friends down? Oh, shit. Oh. That's some fucking smooth talking. Jesus. <laughs> you didn't buy anything from him, right? He's selling bootleg brochures. <laughs> no, little kiddo. I only buy things with contracts and souls, as you well know. All right. And then she, I think, looks a little intimidated, which this woman has been the portrayal of confidence. And she looks a little nervous because Tarith is a very imposing presence. Yeah. I did not realize that there would be seven. Uh, I'll, I'll be right back. I, I'll get other preparations. And then she walks into a like a side area. So now you're all alone. Tarith, seriously, what are you doing here? Testing the bonds of curses, Lucado. You see, I had a curse upon me. I've been stuck upon Terra 19 for almost 2,000 years. But it seems the curse that I put on you has released me. So here I am. So you're just, what, following us around now? More so checking on my investments. But alas, I have been contained to that planet for almost 2,000 years. It feels nice to be free. What would you have me do, Kato? Explore the system? Not stalk six people on the run from the law? (laughs) Always so defensive. Tell me, have you activated the tracker yet? Uh, that's, um, confidential information. Yes. Did you say yes? Why did you say yes? He's gonna find out. I think regardless, she would know the question either way. Which planet is it taking you to first? Your mom's house. 
<laughs> he slaps Valen across the face. <gasps> uh, seeing that, Temple jumps to his feet and moves to strike Tareth. Yeah, my hand uh, glows in reaction. Roll to hit. Oh, shit. Temple. <laughs> I really don't. Oh, God. <laughs> uh. Unarmed strike, 14. 14. It misses. Tareth perfectly dodges at your fist. Super fast machine reflexes go to thing. He, with his demon speed, goes to the right. His hand grips on Grayson's shoulder, and Grayson also has shooting pain. Mother tattoo arm. fucker, what are you doing? Careful, Warforged. You wouldn't want anyone to get hurt now. That'd be against your code, wouldn't it? I wheel around, ready to strike again, but my eyes are locked on Grayson, as if, like, say the word. <laughs> And as he says that, he disappears. Oh, he left. Does the pain disappear too? Yes, the pain disappears too. I appreciate all of your readiness to fight Tareth. Genuinely do, because that is a problem we're going to have to deal with eventually. But right now, just one problem at a time. I just kind of like twist my arm around and try to like just work out the muscle because it just, you know. I'll spend a key point on hand of healing, and I think I'd I'd probably extend that to fixing your nose because it's clear at this point our disguises are <laughs> fucking joke. Well, we're, we're doing a bad job. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that if that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he should have two health missing. So yeah, so spend a key point. I realize I haven't done this one yet. Um, all right, roll one d four plus three healing. Oh, nice. Six healing. So, yeah, I heal, I heal Grayson for six. Nice. So I think the way he probably does that is, like, a, a hand on your shoulder and then also kind of, uh, you know, looks at you and then he, you know, rests his hand on your nose and I think he resets your nose. But yeah, because his, you know, his hands are glowing with that sort of uh, key energy, I think it's pretty painless. Thank you, Temple. I appreciate it. Yeah, that should set you right. Oh. Chic. Comes back in with a chair. Oh, is he the, the other gentleman leave? Yeah, he's gone for now. Yeah, that guy's a fucking dick. <laughs> she laughs. <laughs> Will he be better in? <laughs> I don't think. Mm, I, I doubt it. Uh, well, uh, this will just be here. And she flips her black curly hair over her shoulder. Her earrings kind of jangle. Right, well, uh, shall we get to it? I don't let anyone uh, in unless they can prove themselves. So I have a couple of questions that you'll need to answer. Sure. Um, real quick, um, Sir Charles is going to jump off my shoulder, turn into Tareth, and sit on the chair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucked up. <laughs> she looks at him, looks at you, and goes, This is the most interesting party I've had in a while. A hellhound and a shapeshifter. We like pets. And the dragon. And I think even if Azeroth's hiding, she can sense that there's a dragon yeah my eyes narrow at her when she says that but grayson remains silent i was like yeah we have a dragon born right here <laughs> so would you like the questions shoot and at that you can tell it's almost part of her i don't want to say gig because it's a magical world and it might be something real you don't know but all of the lights start to flicker the mechanical lights that were lit up shut down and then all the flames on the candle rise off their candle wicks and start slowly spinning around the room and dancing. 
and her eyes kind of roll back. I know tieflings already have blank eyes, but uh, you get the impression her eyes are rolling back in the back of her head and says, Some are cherished, some are hated, and even if lost, they remain with you. What is this? Oh, it's a riddle. It's above the table, but like memories or morals. Well, you do you want to like ask it in character to see if you get it right? Oh, I don't want to lock in an answer and have her be like, get out. Oh, no, she wouldn't do that. <laughs> oh, okay. You can figure it out in front of her. Okay. Um, well, um, uh, morals? No, but I'd be surprised to see what kind you have. <laughs> Perhaps memories? That is correct, Wafoched. Mm. Guys, I did so it. So smart. Wow. Good job, Temple. Smart. Way to go, Temple. And then one third of the candles go out and it gets darker and even colder. Ooh, ooh, spooky. And then she says again, They arrive every night, whether invited or not. They can be seen, but not held or touched. If one falls, the rest keep moving. Stars. She looks at you, Grace, and she goes, I am deeply impressed. And then the other, another one third of the candles all go out. So now you're barely lit up. Her eyes are glowing. There's like a hush. You can't hear any of the things outside the tent as these candle lights flicker. And you hear her almost in a whisper. A room you cannot enter. What room is this? An empty room? She just shakes her head slowly. Her tail is whipping back and forth. Oh, I forgot I have a tail. A room you cannot enter? Yeah, what room is this? <sighs> I fucking hate riddles. It's part of the magic. <laughs> <laughs> you guys already got through them really quickly without even discussing, so... Okay, so Rumi can't get in. When is a door not a door? It has a door, but it's not a door? No, when is a door not a door, is what Anthony's saying. So a room you cannot get in. What room is this? Hmm. An egg. (laughs) No. What room is this? Fortune teller's tent? No, that's (laughs) right. Dang, I was really certain about the empty room one. Because if you enter it, it's no longer empty. Yeah. Snaps his mechanical fingers. It's just a room you cannot enter. She didn't say it's an empty room. She just said it's a room you cannot enter. What room is this? Hmm. I'm stumped. I have no idea. A locked room? A room with no door? No. Okay, above, okay, above the table. I'm pretty sure it is a word that has room as the root word or as like the the suffix word. So like something room. But I just can't figure out what word has room. Broom? Shroom? Mushroom? I know what you I know what you mean. Um, Is it a broom? Mushroom. <laughs> it could be a mushroom. I don't Are we above the table still or are we going Let's in go back in. in. Um, Let's go back in. Mushroom. That is it. A mushroom. A mushroom. mushroom. It's a mushroom. Mushroom. Get it? Mushroom. <laughs> oh, that's fun. I can go fuck myself now. <laughs> High five, Grayson. <laughs> oh, so your name is Grayson. 
God damn it. It's his middle name. All the words come on. She goes, I do not care who you are. And just God, that's your knowledgeable. And she hands you six tickets. So they're like chips. They're little chips. Cool. Oh, sorry. Seven tickets. I forgot that. Tara was there. I could have said mushroom. But you didn't. <laughs> Why didn't you then, Tarawin? Because you spoke really fast. <laughs> yeah, we did kind of make a lightning round out of that. I'm sorry, fortune teller. No, I am impressed. Please come back anytime. And she kind of like stares at Valen. Ooh. Before we depart, if I may ask, are you one that could actually read someone's fortune? I can. But he's not well the faint of heart. Would it be possible for to do mine? Only if you're ready to know what your sin is. I feel like I could use some humility. She looks very serious. How are you going to pay for that, billboard boy? This one is free. Oh. And she grabs Twatch's hand almost aggressively. And her, her, before, like, the candles seemed like they were doing, like, a dance. Like, it was very much... I don't want to say an act, but it was like, you could tell it was like an ambiance setting. This time, this feels like actually intense magic that kind of courses through you, Torash. And she, a low guttural like hum starts to come out, her tails whipping back and forth, her, her, the tink, tinklets, that's not a word, the trinkets on her (laughs) horns are shaking and tinkling, and she's just like almost shaking as she's holding your arm and then she almost like she got burned and says there's nothing in your future but death Hmm. I thank you for your time and then as you're leaving she grabs your arm once more and says you already know what your sin is and then let's go I just walk out. Tarwin storms after you. Well, um, on on uh, that note, um, uh, thank you for the tickets, and uh, we will be on our way. Struggle enough paid well for your insurance. You have a good friend. And so Charles is going to hump back on my shoulder and turn into a chinchilla, and we're going to walk out. Grayson just nods and thanks and walks out silently. Can I do a quick like insight on the way out? I, I thank her, and, and as I'm leaving, I just an insight of like the just the operation and about what she's doing in general. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, her legitimacy, I guess. Temple rolled a twenty-four. Nice. Holy shit! Wisdom boy. <laughs> Wisdom boy. So um, the entire thing was an act, except for the end when she took she took uh, Torash's fortune. That was real. That's her real power. That's how she got into this line of work. Um, There are hidden cameras all throughout this tent that you notice. And for all you know, she has no intention of revealing who you guys are. You can tell, like, she gets paid extra to do this kind of stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. She's really from New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, hey. Oh, thank God they're gone. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Can drop the I'm act. so tired Just, of talking. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's fucking... Fucking Janice. <laughs> any idea? I know it wasn't an Arcana check, but any idea? Like, is it divination magic? This could even be above the table. I'm just curious. Like, fortune telling in five e is that usually like divination? Yeah. Okay. 
Nito. Okay, yeah, Temple Temple gives Nito. her another nod on as, as he closes the flap on the other side of the tent. Nito Supremo. Can Pants try to steal one of the little crystal balls spinning around in the room? Yeah. Roll sleight of hand. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> ah, sticky fingers, this one. Yeah. Eleven. <laughs> Dang it. You go to take it, and she goes, I saw that you were going to do that, kobold. Not a good idea. Why not? Because you don't get this deal from me. And then she takes it back and she goes, get, get, get out of here. <laughs> okay. Go get. Okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but why not? Because stealing is bad. Go get. <laughs> <laughs> he is a dum-dum. Yeah, she gives her a cigarette. <laughs> as, as a thank you. And a wink. She winks. Yeah. She winks back. You guys wink at each other at the exact same time. Nice. Weird. Two con artists hanging out. Keep it real, girl. A new carton when you're on Hunt's Crescent? She rolls her own. Oh, my bad. Yeah. She's got her own pack of papes and her own little magical stash of innards that she... Tobacco? Tobacco innards. She's got to be really dexterous. Yeah. Be a great sushi chef. Get them claws. And we're going to go ahead and stop the session there. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our episode today. We hope that you enjoyed it and that you are enjoying this journey that we are going on. Whenever you're listening to this, it is the last week of 2022 here for us when this is released. And we hope that you have a phenomenal new year and an absolutely wonderful and safe start to 2023. You can catch some big things that'll be happening next year for the boys over on our Instagram, Twitter, Discord, and Patreon. And as always, may all your space travels be safe. The boys are out.